This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 23. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. And Balaam said to Balak, Build for me here seven altars, and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. Balak did as Balaam had said. And Balak and Balaam offered on each altar a bull and a ram. And Balaam said to Balak, Stand beside your burnt offering, and I will go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me, and whatever he shows me, I will tell you. And he went to a bare height, and God met Balaam. And Balaam said to him, I have arranged the seven altars, and I have offered on each altar a bull and a ram. And the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus shall you speak. And he returned to him, and behold, he and all the princes of Moab were standing beside his burnt offering. And Balaam took up his discourse and said, From Aram, Balak has brought me, the king of Moab from the eastern mountains. Come curse Jacob for me, and come denounce Israel. How can I curse whom God has not cursed? How can I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? For from the top of the crags I see him, From the hills I behold him, behold a people dwelling alone, and not counting itself among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob, or number the fourth part of Israel? Let me die the death of the upright, and let my end be like his. And Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have done nothing but bless them. And he answered and said, Must I not take care to speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? And Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only a fraction of them and shall not see them all. Then curse them for me from there. And he took him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stand here beside your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. And the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus shall you speak. And he came to him, and behold, he was standing beside his burnt offering, and the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? And Balaam took up his discourse and said, Rise, Balak, and hear. Give ear to me, O son of Zippor. God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? Behold, I received the command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot revoke it. He has not beheld misfortune in Jacob, nor has he seen trouble in Israel. The Lord their God is with them, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt and is for them, like the horns of the wild ox. For there is no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel. Now it shall be said of Jacob and Israel, What has God wrought? Behold a people, as a lioness it rises up, and as a lion it lifts itself. It does not lie down until it has devoured the enemy and drunk the blood of the slain. 
And Balak said to Balaam, Do not curse them at all, and do not bless them at all. But Balaam answered Balak, Did I not tell you all that the Lord says that I must do? And Balak said to Balaam, Come now, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God that you may curse them for me from there. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the desert. And Balaam said to Balak, Build for me here seven altars, and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. God can speak through a donkey. He can speak through anyone he chooses, even someone like Balaam, a well-known Mesopotamian soothsayer. Balak, king of Moab, had sent for him to come and curse Israel, the nation camping nearby. When Balaam finally arrives, Balak chastises him for not coming more quickly and reminds him that he is prepared to pay him well. But Balaam has learned his lesson from the donkey. The word that God puts in my mouth, that must I speak. Balak proceeds to escort the prophet to various vantage points from which he can glimpse the camp of Israel. At the first one, seven bulls and seven rams are sacrificed on seven altars. Seven was considered a sacred number. And these were prestigious, expensive offerings. Balaam and Balak were doing their best to secure from God the response they desired. But the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth, and as a man inspired, he cannot just curse whomever he likes. How can I curse whom God has not cursed? Through the Spirit, Balaam is able to perceive Israel's peculiar privilege. God has chosen her. So Israel is unlike other nations prospering under divine blessing. Balak is enraged, but Balaam reminds him of the terms under which he accepted this gig. He will only speak what the Lord puts in his mouth. The king does not give up easily. Perhaps another set of sacrifices at another site will produce different result. But Balaam's second oracle, it only strengthens the first It begins with a criticism of Balak's theology. God is not like people, in that he cannot be manipulated. What he says is always true and unchangeable. He is not going to change his mind just because Balak wants Balaam to take another shot at it. No misfortune will come upon Israel because the sovereign Lord lives and walks among them. Her future victories will prove this, just as the Exodus had done a few years earlier. In other words, Balak's plan is hopeless. The magician is unable to thwart God's purposes. Balak hoped to tap into his spiritual power to defeat Israel and drive them out of his land. But Balaam declares that it will not happen. Israel is an unstoppable force, like a lion devouring its prey. Many religious people operate with the same superstitions today. For them, God exists to serve their purposes. Their prayers amount to little more than bargaining for blessings or calling down curses. 
they intend to tame God. And if he doesn't come through, they are frustrated or angry. Meditate on verse 19. God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.